the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. We certainly hope that you guys will take advantage of the opportunity to get a close-up look and listen to all the candidates to succeed Rob Portman as the Republican candidate for the U.S. Senate because on October the 24th, Sunday, 7 to 9 p.m. at Genoa in Westerville, we will have Bernie Moreno, Josh Mandel, Jane Timken, J.D. Vance, Mike Gibbons all on stage with Hugh Hewitt. You can get tickets at 989theanswer.com, and we're pleased to have Senate candidate Bernie Moreno with us this morning. Bernie, I know you've been working hard getting around the state of Ohio. I saw you were in Newark yesterday, and we're looking forward to having you here in Columbus on October the 24th. Yeah, I'm looking forward to being there. You know, it's uh, one of the uh, benefits of this race for me has really been seeing all of Ohio. And I'd never been to Newark, so I'll make that confession. But, man, what a beautiful town. Beautiful town. Yeah, and I, I saw your Twitter post about these are the kinds of small towns that make America a great place to live and a wonderful place to live. And I know that's part of your campaign is you feel you're fighting for towns, not just towns like that, but those towns that you feel are in peril. Why do you think they're in peril? Well, you know, I've also been to places like Shanghai and Beijing and Macau and Hong Kong. And what's a stark reminder that what we did, what our elected leaders did over 50 years, is they gutted our industrial base, destroyed our middle class, and basically rebuilt it in uh, places like Shanghai. And we have to bring that back. China's, a, China's our strategic enemy. Uh, I actually think that we're at a proxy war with them. And we have to disentangle ourselves from China, bring essential manufacturing back to the U.S. And when we do, places like Newark will prosper to the level they should. So you bring up China. This is a good opening for me to inject a question that you'll be dealing with if you are the senator from Ohio. I'm sure you've seen the news reports that Chairman of the Joint Chiefs, Mark Milley, made calls to China. He's not denied it yet. These are disclosures made in a new book by Bob Woodward and a colleague called Peril. There's a lot of calls for General Milley to resign. Your view of those news events and how you would view them as a senator? Well, first of all, he should temporarily, and I say temporarily because uh, we got to find out the facts, temporarily he needs to step aside. Uh, obviously, if it were not true, he would have immediately denied the news, right? He did not. Instead, he kind of played uh, around with some wording. So he needs to step aside. He, like every other American, is entitled to due process and for the facts to be shown. And he needs to go through a trial process for treason. If it's shown, the facts show through due process that he did that, he needs to be convicted of treason. I mean, we have today a chance to celebrate Constitution Day, right? And we all should. We should pause and really understand what our founders gave us for our country, which is the most amazing country on earth. And an element of that is that our Constitution has a civilian leadership, mm. not a general who's in charge of our country, an elected, duly elected Democratic leader. And for him to violate that and then have that conversation with our strategic enemy is absolutely inc- it's outrageous. 
Bernie Moreno is our guest. Bernie is a candidate for the U.S. Senate seat currently held by Rob Portman. He's running against a host of other candidates, and they'll all be here in Columbus on Sunday, October the 24th, 7 to 9, the Center for Christian Virtue and 98.9 FM present the American Leadership Forum, an evening with the Ohio candidates for the U.S. Senate. You can get tickets at 989theanswer.com. Hugh Hewitt will moderate that forum. And Bernie, I heard your interview with Hugh Hewitt about a week ago on our morning show here on The Answer. Give me an assessment of how you view your exposure nationally, your brand awareness. People know J.D. Vance. He's on Fox all the time. He's written Hillbilly Elegy. Josh Mandel's been in politics for a long time. Jane uh, Timken has two. A big part of you winning is getting your name out there and getting Ohio voters to know who you are. So give me your assessment of where you are in that process. I'm exactly where I expected to be, which is uh, obviously people people have not normally heard of me. And that's exactly the point, Bruce. I mean, I haven't been a politician my whole life. I'm not an insider. I'm the ultimate outsider, somebody who's doing this not because I want a job. I'm not looking for a job. I'm looking for the honor to represent the people of Ohio to move Ohio forward and do meaningful things to help day-to-day Ohioans. That's what I'm doing. So when I bought a dealership in Cleveland 16 and a half years ago, with every cent I had, the dealership was selling four cars a month, like one, two, three, four. Mm. When I sold it two and a half years ago, it was selling 3,500 cars a year. We did that by taking amazing care of our clients and by having a marketing apparatus that made certain that everybody knew where Mercedes-Benz and North Homestead was. And uh, so for me, uh, this is a marketing exercise. Uh, This is why we're raising so much money and why I'm working so hard on that. And uh, when we have the right resources uh, and the the timing is right is when we'll start to advertise and we'll we'll come out of this and uh, and win. uh, Our message will win because people are sick of insiders, Bruce. They're sick of career politicians. They're sick of people who say one thing and do another. This is why I'm running. I'm running to represent uh, Ohio and actually get stuff done. Bernie Moreno is our guest. You can learn more about him and his background at BernieMoreno.com. Follow him on Twitter at Bernie Moreno, you mentioned the outsider thing. Obviously, that worked for Donald Trump in 2016. The Trump kind of persona hovers over all of Republican politics, in my opinion. I think every candidate in your race would love to have his endorsement. Have you had any interaction with him? And do you feel like his endorsement will have the value a year from now that it appears to have right now? You know, in politics, as you know, a year, uh, who knows what can happen, although I, I, I think the one thing that, uh, that uh, unites Republicans is the agenda that Donald Trump laid out. He was the first person that really put China back on the conversation in terms of uh, being our strategic enemy and standing up to China, which people in Ohio love. He also, more importantly than anything else, made a series of promises, and this is really the secret to why Trump was so successful in my mind. He made a series of promises and then went about actually doing those things, mm-hmm. right? We had never seen a politician do that before. We're so, we were so accustomed to hearing a bunch of nonsense on the campaign trail for politicians, and then yeah, we, we were never surprised when they didn't do any of it, and I think uh, Donald Trump uh, did that. The other thing is he really cares and loves this country. Uh, to answer your question about my interactions, I've, I've had a uh, few interactions with the president one-on-one. Uh, he is nothing, at least the person I've seen, nothing like the person that the media portrays. I see a warm, kind, actually extremely funny person uh, who cares about his people. Uh, when I saw him at Mar-a-Lago, he wasn't focused on the billionaires there. He was focused on his staff, asked about their kids, how their wives were, took out 
$100 bill in one instance that I saw quietly. He wasn't doing it in front of everybody. And handed it to him and said, thank you so much for taking care of this group. When he came over to my group, uh, he, you know what he was talking about? How's your meal? Mm. How's the service? How do you like Mar-a-Lago? So I think what's happened is we've been served a very different person, at least than the person I've had an opportunity to meet. And I think uh, people in Ohio on the Republican side, what they like about him is he didn't need to do this. I can see that, right? He had an amazing uh, life. Uh, he did uh, he, uh, did everything he could to help the people of Ohio. And more than anything else, Bruce, he loves this country. And I think we have to look at that and say that's the overarching thing that really people care about. You can get tickets to the Center for Christian Virtue 98.9 FM American Leadership Forum and Evening with Ohio candidates for the U.S. Senate, including Bernie Moreno, at 989theanswer.com. The event is Sunday, October the 24th, 7 to 9 at Genoa in Westerville. Bernie Moreno is our guest. And, you know, I think when you talk about Trump, I think he had a unique ability to put his finger on the things that matter most to people at the particular time that he was running. One of those things, of course, was the border. I think Joe Biden would love for people to forget about the border. And we got new evidence of that last night. The FAA, Bernie, has issued a temporary flight restriction in and around a border location where Fox has been flying a drone and broadcasting pictures of 10,000-ish migrants, many from Haiti, gathered under a bridge trying to get into this country. What could be the possible rationale behind grounding drone flights that are showing pictures of migrants gathered at the border? Well, there's only one rationale, Bruce, and we know what that is, which is uh, if the American people don't see this invasion of our country at the southern border, uh, then they won't uh, be appalled by it. But the American people are too smart. And, and what makes me sad, honestly, especially on Constitution Day, I'll go back to that, is that's the kind of thing I would have seen in South America, right? That's the kind of thing you expect in Venezuela and Cuba and Peru and Brazil. This is not what you expect in America. We, we, we demand and are entitled to a transparent and open government, and we are being invaded. We have over 200,000 people crossing the border illegally every month for the entire year. These pe- we don't know who these people are. I'm hoping some of them are people like my family that came here legally, mm. seeking a better life. But we don't know. And the other thing is we don't know where they're going. They're certainly not staying in Brownsville, right? They're going all over America. And what happens is they can't participate in a legal economy. So we're putting these people in a terrible, perilous situation. Uh, it's absolutely an abomination. I think the one thing that Joe Biden uh, has done is he's totally uh, destroyed this country uh, in a way that I never imagined that anybody could do in eight months. And what we have to do as Republicans is don't let them off the hook. We have to keep talking about the border. We have to keep talking about Afghanistan. We have to keep talking about inflation. We have to be, keep talking about the fact that he took us off of uh, energy independence. Those are the winning issues for us that we have to keep talking about, because not just Republicans care about those issues. Independents, slight left-leaning Democrats, they care about those issues. We have to keep focused on those issues, and if we do, We'll win elections, and we'll get this country back. Bernie Moreno, our guest, BernieMoreno.com, at Bernie Moreno on Twitter. You referenced your family coming here from Colombia as legal immigrants, and I just always wonder why there's not a view of immigration as something that, uh, on the Republican side, it's targeted as you're hateful, you don't want people to come to the country. That's I know that's not your mindset. I know that that's oh not God. the story of our country. But there's a right way to do it and a wrong way to do it. And this, what I see, is clearly the wrong way. Is we have no idea of knowing 
who's walking across that border. Uh, we have no way of knowing if since we didn't vet, what, thousands and thousands of Afghan refugees, we didn't have the time. I think they just wanted to get them out of there and put that whole debacle in their rearview mirror. The number one objective of any elected official is to provide for the safety and security of their constituents. That's Joe Biden's job. That'd be your job as a senator. And, you know, we can debate the individual policies on immigration. But to me, it's first and foremost a safety issue. 100 percent, Bruce. And a couple of things. Number one, it took me 13 years to become a U.S. citizen. Right. 13 years. And, you know, my mom gave me a lot of gifts. The number one gift she gave me, uh, my mom and dad, was coming to America. That's number one. But my mom specifically gave me another gift, which is she convinced me that the citizenship test was something so prestigious, something so hard to attain, that she made me study like I've never studied before. I read the Declaration of Independence, the 85 Federalist Papers, the Declaration of the the, uh, Constitution, to the point where I knew those documents by heart when I was a kid. And when I see people coming across the border illegally, and to some extent, to a large extent, the Democratic Party rewarding and encouraging that behavior, it is deeply, deeply offensive to me who had to wait in line and do it the right way. It's completely wrong, and we have to change our mantra on that. Bernie, always great to have you on the show. I wish you energy because I know you'll need it in your campaign, and we're really looking forward to seeing you, if not before, then certainly on Sunday, October the 24th for the Center for Christian Virtue, 98.9 FM, the Answers American Leadership Forum. Bernie Moreno, Josh Mandel, Jane Timken, J.D. Vance, Mike Gibbons all on stage with Hugh Hewitt. Bernie, thank you for your time today and uh, continued success to you. Bruce, thank you so much. And there's usually three things I ask for people. If they could uh, help invest in the campaign, we can do that on the website. They could help spread the word. But most importantly, Bruce, to you and your listeners, if you could keep me and, and my family in your prayers as we travel the state and do this, that would be incredibly appreciated. Absolutely. Certainly we'll do that. Thank you, Bernie. Appreciate Bernie Moreno joining us here to talk about the American Leadership Forum. October the 24th at Genoa in Westerville. Hugh Hewitt will moderate. Hugh will join us. Just past the top of the hour, we will discuss the Senate candidates individually, get his take on some of the major news of the day. I just saw a tweet that Zalmai Khan Akkaze, a Afghan Air Force technician, was beheaded in front of his wife and two children in the Herat province of Afghanistan yesterday. So the Taliban violence is ramping up, and the American news media probably has no stomach to tell that story, nor do they have any interest in telling the story at the border. The numbers are in from the Washington Examiner's examination of network TV coverage of the border crisis. Now keep in mind, I always say, in journalism, you write about the plane that crashes, not the plane that lands. So when things happen that are out of the ordinary... That's a news event, like four people being murdered overnight in Columbus, uh, nine shot. That's news. It's not normal, although it's becoming normal, sadly so. So July and August border crossings broke records, broke records. That's the kind of news event you write about instead or cover or talk about on television instead. Combined network coverage of the border crisis by ABC, CBS, and NBC in August, 6 minutes and 28 seconds. In July, 
4 minutes and 20 seconds. So they're not telling you the story. They're doing the bidding of the Biden administration, and they will continue to. So you have to stay focused, seeking those kinds of stories out elsewhere. Now, a story that's getting a lot of attention, and we'll talk to Hugh Hewitt about this when he joins us after the top of the hour, is that Congressman Anthony Gonzalez, who does not represent this district, but rather represents a district that includes a lot of the Cleveland area. Anthony Gonzalez, former Ohio State uh, Ohio State football player, rather former Indianapolis Colt, announced yesterday that he will not run for re-election. Now, he's been elected twice. He faces a primary challenge from Max Miller. Max Miller is a Trump-backed candidate. When Trump was in Northeast Ohio several months ago, he brought Max Miller onto the stage. He has endorsed Max Miller because he Trump does not like Anthony Gonzalez because Anthony Gonzalez is one of 10 Republican Congress people who voted for Trump's impeachment the second time. Okay, I'm not friends with Anthony Gonzalez. I know him because I covered him at Ohio State. I know him a little bit. But Anthony Gonzalez is the kind of person that conservatism cannot push from the Republican Party or the Republican Party is doomed. And I grew up in a church that is struggling right now because it has just people over the age of 50 in it. There are no kids. The Republican Party cannot become the party of so staunchly committed Trumpist people that we don't have room for an Anthony Gonzalez. I disagree with Anthony Gonzalez on his impeachment vote against Trump. But Anthony Gonzalez is a Cuban-American. He's conservative. He's young. He's articulate. And by the way, it doesn't hurt his future political campaigns that he can put Jim Tressel on a stage advocating for him in Ohio, and he can put Peyton Manning on a stage advocating for him nationally. My fear with this pressure put on Anthony Gonzalez, the censure from the Ohio Republican Party that has forced him to make a political calculation that he can't win, so I don't want the loss on my record, so I'm going to withdraw, is that he could switch teams. You wouldn't like it if he had transferred to Michigan. You'll like it even less if he transfers to the Democratic Party. So, bad move by the Republican Party, and Gonzo should have fought for this spot. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.